Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're actually going to be talking about something I think we can all relate to. We're going to talk about how actually our self-confidence, or perhaps if you're listening, your lack of self-confidence right now, and the opinions of others can actually be a blessing in disguise. Now I've worded it like that because often we hear the word self-confidence and then the opinions of others or criticism, and we think automatically it should be something negative instead of maybe seeing it as a chance for us to evaluate opinions of ourselves ourselves and also how others see us and I think everyone always has an opinion of themselves so whether you're from a very small child right the way up to old age we view ourselves in a certain light we view how the world should be and more often than not our self-confidence and our skills and character then stop us from moving forward in some way so if you're feeling low confidence in perhaps the way you look or the way you feel or the your skills about speaking then regardless of whether that's true or not you're then going to move forward acting as though those things are true and it might even stop you from looking at new opportunities that come your way so how confident are you and how much do you take the opinion of others as well to heart and that's what we're going to chat about today so I think it's going to be really interesting because nobody's invincible from these very things we're all growing in different journeys with our own confidence and self-esteem and we all have to deal with the opinions of others whether you know you're like us we're a bit in the you know the public domain we've got podcasts and youtube and we get people leaving reviews or comments some are good some are bad and you don't have to be just doing this type of work to feel some kind of influence or opinion from others so matt do you want to just chat about you felt quite inspired to do this episode this week so kind of talk about you know what are some of the things that you've felt or kind of exposure that you've had to the mixed views about positive negative comments or self-image and things like that so I think as part of self-confidence and other people's opinions there's also a key which is self-doubt yes and I think that what happens in life when you're settled in what you're doing Mm -hmm. so when you're prodding along you're doing the day job you're looking after the kids and everything's kind of got its balance and you're not doing much in order to either move yourself forward or you're not thinking about what's next then I think there's a good chance you don't feel these things as often Mm. I think the moment that you start to want to be better Mm -hmm. start to have more more opportunity more activity um, different type of career maybe whatever it happens to be that's when you start to have the self-doubt kick in, mm. which then can lower your self-confidence. And it doesn't necessarily just apply to making a change to your career mm-hmm. or to your kind of life's path as far as where your income comes from. It can also come from things like quitting bad habits, yes, yeah. changing your body shape. All of these things, they they aren't smooth. Yeah. Mm. And the challenge I think we all have is that we know better We know that we need to adhere to a process. Mm -hmm. The process takes time. Most things that we do in life, they aren't linear. You don't get results very quickly. Mm -hmm. And also, you might get some success at first a little bit, but then maybe it dies away a bit and then it perks back up and it goes in fits and spells. And that's the same as when you look at weight loss. 
depending on how much water your body's hanging on to at any moment in time, depending, especially if you're a woman, on where you are in your cycle, Mm -hmm. you get various degrees of success if you're aiming to lose weight depending on when you're measuring yourself Mm -hmm. so one week you could be down two pounds and the next week you can be randomly up a pound Mm -hmm. and the challenge i think for everybody is when you're working hard and you're looking to get the results from the efforts that you're putting in it can be really really disheartening when you're not seeing those results or when you've seen them a bit at one moment in time and then suddenly the results are looking different later down the line and that can then allow for the self-doubt creep Mm. to begin to happen where suddenly we say to ourselves well am I doing the right thing Mm -hmm. am I doing it in the right way am I missing something was it successful to a point and now I'm doing it wrong or maybe maybe if you are somebody that has higher beliefs maybe you believe that the path isn't for you anymore. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. there's lots of reasons that you can suddenly start to doubt yourself and then your confidence can get shattered. And as much as we all know the answers, which are persistence and effort, will generally get you to where you need to be. And if you need to change things, then the answers will come over mm-hmm. the course of time. Instead, we seem to want to force it and have positivity all the time. Mm-hmm. And although we know the answer's better, we still can't get away from that self-doubt kicking in and our confidence mm. taking a knock. And I think it's, it's, it's certainly, I notice it more the kind of balance of positive and negative. So I've been, I'm someone who takes on board what people say. I, I let it kind of hit me emotionally quite hard. And that's one of the things I've had to balance and I'm still trying to balance is, and let's say the world of YouTube or even this podcast, right? There'll all there will always be somebody who literally could be your t-shirt has offended them, or you know that the fact that you're a year and a half into doing a podcast suddenly they decide that it's rubbish. You know, you you're just peddling the same thing. There'll always be somebody ready to give their honest opinion on the situation. And it's not always individuals that give their feedback. It can mm. be whether it's a video or a podcast one gets a certain amount of interest from people Mm -hmm. and then one gets less. Exactly. And And you think it's really good. (laughs) Yeah, you think it's really good. So then what happens is you you start to take it personally. What Mm -hmm. are you doing wrong? Is it all going to fall apart? Is this subject just not a good subject? You ask yourself so many questions Mm -hmm. when you don't have all of the details of all of the factors involved Mm. as to the whys. Exactly. And so self-confidence really is all about this attitude, this grounding in actually our own skills and we want what we want to share with the world, the characteristics that we have. And I suppose in a way it actually means that when you have good self-confidence or good awareness of other people's opinion as well, you, you accept and trust yourself with how you want to act or what you want to put out in the world. And I suppose you have this it's more of a state of peace. Like it doesn't matter. You're calm in all seasons, right? There's that old wisdom that says be content in whatever life happens to you. And it's keep moving forward in faith that you're going, you know, you're doing what you're meant to do. But the inner peace, regardless of who's coming at with daggers or knives or whatever, it's just part of it. And I think when you've got self-confidence or more self-confidence and belief, it's you are okay with your strengths and your weaknesses so you've got a positive view of yourself knowing that some things you suck at and some things you're really good at like 
I know for one thing, you know, when I picked up a camera three years ago with my YouTube channel, it was just, it just seemed fun. I, I think it seemed effortless and it still does. I can still talk. I, can, I find the podcast effortless with you. Mm-hmm. We can just sit down and have a chat about things. Um, and I think when you feel in that flow with things, because it lights you up, it can feel hard when people maybe want to take you down or keep keep you humble, keep you up, mm-hmm. right? But the same assurance, I'm getting better at listening to other people's opinion, listening to see if there's actually anything in it, is there something I need to be aware of, but also realizing that it could have some validity, but actually it might just be how they view the world. Like literally, don't like my t-shirt. Okay, did you really have to post that? You felt strongly about it. I'm going to move on, move on from it. Um, and I think it's worth remembering, I was thinking about this with the kids the other day. Our youngest is four, going to be five, and our eight-year-old as well. Kids have a healthy sense of self-confidence usually, depending on their upbringing. So some children, when they don't have that nurturing background from birth, you'll notice a, a very a different contrast between, let's say, a child who's been in a loving environment, the ones who, you know, who've had a bit of safety and love and attention, they, they, they want to be astronauts, they want to be doctors, right? Well, also, They're, I think that if you've kind of brought your kids up with the attitude of you can do anything, mm, mm. then they begin to believe it. And there's potentially self-doubt when you maybe learning to ride a scooter or a bicycle mm. or go higher on the swing for the first time but with the right encouragement and with the right words and then successful outcomes yes then what happens is you continue to believe that you can do it and mm. children are more likely to give something a go mm. without overthinking it if they've had that nurturing that says you can do stuff and they've got the positive feedback of the various smaller things they've done over the course of time. Yep, and I think what I'm striving at here is kids seem to have this default belief that they deserve to feel good, that they deserve to be excited by the world. And and it's interesting, they also know that they deserve respect, like they're very aware (laughs) as they grow up, like, no, you don't talk to me like that, no, I'm going to do this. They've got those healthy boundaries. So they value themselves as a person, they believe in things that they can do, they usually stand up for themselves. A lot of the time, our two certainly can do that. But as you said, they, they make mistakes. But they're also, I'm really always surprised how quickly kids will also if they do something wrong and you maybe have to tell them off within milliseconds it's as if nothing ever happened yeah, they, get, so, they get back up and get back on with it exactly right failure is just part of their journey they don't linger and you know when we think about other people's opinion as well maybe that's the cycle that we should be in you can take it on board at value does it actually matter does this other like does this person have control or power or whatever that I have to listen to it and to, is it my boss is it my partner is it my child or is it just some random stranger on the internet that's just a bit cross and you know slapping a keyboard for a minute and when you look at it like that then you're able to to really take these opinions as a blessing but also take the opinions in is it an opportunity to learn something or equally is it something that I need to just do a full 364 and move from you know move forward with it I think the challenge is though as I said at the start it's very easy to know what the right things are so someone tells you that your top looks a bit daft and it's very easy to say to yourself well who are they to say anything Mm, look at mm. your own top before you say anything to me your opinion doesn't matter and you know focus on what's important but the other side is you still 
end up feeling a particular way mm -hmm. after it. Mm. And that, I think, is something that we all share. Mm -hmm. So no matter how well you're doing in life, no matter how successful you might be, I reckon that people like Elon Musk, they probably feel confident in various things they do. But I would guess that someone like him probably has self-doubt about how much time he maybe spends with his kids or something like that. Yes. So all of us have self-doubt and self-confidence lacking mm. in particular areas. And then if someone shines a light on it or something else, then it's very easy to get bogged down by that. And for, for me, that's the whole point of this podcast. It's not about giving you top tips. I love a top <laughs> tip podcast. But the fact is that we know what the top tips are. We all know mm. to focus on the journey, focus on what's important, ignore people that are talking rubbish, ignore things that don't actually matter mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. kind of go on your own journey. And if you see something and you feel like there's feedback in that, that you can do something mm -hmm, with, mm -hmm. then take it to learn, develop and grow. But rather than sit in an emotional place with yes, it, yep. sit in an actionable place. Yep. We know these things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you don't know these things, then you'll learn them over the course of time. It's not that difficult. But the fact is that even when you have all of the rules, all of the answers, the problem is that self-confidence and then self-doubt and other people's opinions mm. all trigger emotions. And the problem is that we can't get in the way of those emotions quick enough yep. to put a block on them, especially if we're maybe slightly more sensitive an individual. So I'm less sensitive than you yes, in yeah. some areas. So I'll let things wash over me more. And there'll be things that I don't even notice that you do and then mm. you'll get things that bog you down a little bit more than they bog me down just because we're different people yeah, we absolutely. deal with things yeah, and process yeah. things differently but it's it's incredible that the same kind of bog down that you can get so the topics might change over mm -hmm, the course mm -hmm. of time or the the prompts for it or whatever else might change but ultimately feeling a little bit disappointed with yourself or feeling like you've got self-doubt about what you're doing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. will last the same 30 minutes or three days that it always has. Mm -hmm. It just happens to be that potentially the subject has changed. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. We know better, we do better, but yet we still find ourselves struggling mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with the same things over the course of time because I think as well, we get higher expectations for our lives mm -hmm. and also for ourselves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So not only do we think to ourselves, oh, that comment online has bothered me and upset me in some kind of way. And it's, it's left me feeling like whether I should do stuff, whether I'm doing the right things online, mm -hmm, whether mm -hmm. the, the, the content's any good or whatever else it is. But then you also get to the point where you are smart enough to say to yourself, it shouldn't make me feel like this. Mm -hmm. So now I'm annoyed that I've allowed it to f make me feel like yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. So, so then you have that kind of two-stage thing, mm -hmm. which means that you stay in this state for a period of time longer than you want to because mm -hmm. now you're annoyed at yourself that you allow yourself to feel that way. Absolutely. And something that's helped me also dealing with different people's opinions, good and bad, is remembering that everybody gives a reaction or their opinion believing they're coming from a good place 
right? So, for example, to a point, to a point, most people do not say something to you, like even if it if it's to criticize you, it's because they believe they hold a higher opinion of the situation than you do. Like they, yeah, they know better. They know best for the world for for their view on the world. So, let's say, for example, if somebody decides that they they want to say that this po- podcast is atrocious, right? Boring after, you know, 70 odd episodes or whatever. It's totally boring. It's because to them, it's coming from the greater good that by telling us that, we'll realise that we need to stop doing podcasts or, or, you know, step up the mark. For them, it's coming from a, I will make the world, my world better by giving this opinion. When someone says, I'm just using an example that, you know, one eyebrow's higher than the other and I'm making it up, right? From from their point of view, by telling you that, they're thinking they're making their world better because you'll be aware of it now. Okay, so I they hold a higher view on where my eyebrows should sit. I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe somebody (laughs) should leave a comment. But I realised very quickly that when people reached out to give me their opinion and it, it might be something that I'll take, you know, take as kind of criticism, it's because they truly believe they're acting usually from the better place. They believe you've done something that does not equate with their view of the world and, and you deserve to be told, right? And so, and obviously there's some things in the world that nobody can ever think is good or bad. There's some extremes there, but generally people believe that they have the better view of the world and and we should navigate towards their view. Mm -hmm. And this allowed me to to kind of put myself in other people's shoes a little bit because I then started to switch from rather than trying to defend myself and convince someone that my view was right, it allowed me then to see, okay, their view of the world is this. If I believe that view of the world, can I learn anything here or do I still honour what I believe about the world? So... Do I believe my eyebrows are the wrong upside downs? Let's say, well, for me, they're fine. So I can see how they might see the world, but it has it's quickly sorted, and that opinion doesn't help me move forward. Do you see what I mean? And yeah, it, I think it, it comes down to, as I said before, either you've got something that you can learn yes. from that feedback from other people or from your own doubts. Yes. Or if you have nothing to learn, then you're just looking at things from different places. Mm. And at which point then there's no point in having a discussion mm, about mm. it because one person's view is going to be different to someone yes, else's. Yeah, exactly. You know, whether your your hair looks better, shorter or longer, ultimately there's there'll be two contrasting opinions about that. Yep. And neither of them are going to be right because they're subjective. Exactly, based on their view. And I was thinking about this as well. A lot of us have this built-in confirmation bias as well. When we think of lower self-confidence, so lower belief in ourselves, it then seems to materialise as needing confirmation from other people before we do anything. So maybe if you're listening, and I know certainly I've fallen into this trap of you need a lot of people to agree with what you're doing before you do it. So it's kind of like you need the, the pep talk. It's external validation. Check. Yeah, are you going to be cross with me? Are you going to be okay? What do you think? And and this is where we fall into that trap of people-pleasing. And I, I want to say it's more a feminine quality, but I know guys as well, you know, if you're masculine energy, they can also feel this. But do you allow yourself to do things of your intuition or have opinions about yourself? Or do you have to base it on what the general opinion is? 
first of all. So do you need everybody else to be happy with what you're doing or happy with how you look or happy with how you feel before you will allow yourself to feel those emotions too? So actually that's quite interesting. And the, the reason I find that very interesting is I think if you're looking for external validation yes. before you start something, or external um, validation for what you're wearing, what you're going to do next, whatever it happens to be in life. Yep. I think that when you're in that habit at the front end of things, then you also look for that at the back end of everything else in life. Yeah. So as an example, if you were looking for external validation for a new idea, yep. then that's front end validation you're looking for which would say to me that you also look for back-end validation of um, if we're looking at kind of business-based things, the number of views, the number of likes, the number of this, the number of that. Because ultimately, it's all about validating your choices at the front end and then validating how good those choices ended up being at the back end. Mm. And I think that that's a loop we can get into and it's probably easier to break the front end part of it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. than it is the back end part of it. Yep, because if you yep. don't look for views and opinions and lots of advice and everything else, lots of people mm. to tick this checklist for you before you get started. If you mm -hmm. don't look for that, then you're less likely to worry about whose checkboxes wow, you're, you're covering at yep. the back end. Yep. I yep. think... you going at something where you have that and that's where the self-confidence comes from mm, if you have self-confidence mm. to get started then you're in it for the right reasons you're mm. in it because of your own beliefs and own ideas and yes you might not get as much success as you like or you might get brilliant success yeah yep. but i think if you care less at the front about what everyone else has to say before you get started you're likely to care a wow, lot less that's great at the tail end. Absolutely, absolutely. I think so too. I think Matt's just given us a truth bomb that we can all take. And this is actually from a business point of view. I know that I'm working on this. So like anyone in social media, you know, it's hard not to get swamped into how many new subscribers you've got, how many new likes, uh, particularly on YouTube and other platforms. Our podcast is the one place I'm totally not faced well, well, because, because I look it's after it It's just a passion all. project. Exactly. We enjoy doing it and you don't really look at the numbers or nope. anything. Whereas YouTube, you're a lot closer to. Mm -hmm. But but also with with all of these kind of online things, mm. there's seasonality. There's mm -hmm. people going to work, not going to work. People on commutes, not going on commutes. So from a podcast point of view, a lot of people might listen either when they're doing a commute to work mm -hmm. or when they're maybe doing some housework or whatever else it happens to be. So you might have found that when you weren't commuting to work due to lockdown things, you didn't listen to as much yep. stuff. yeah. Or when you're back at work, then you're not doing the housework because yeah. maybe someone else is covering the housework for you. So at which point that would have normally been your podcast time and now it's not. But yeah. we don't know these things. The yeah. same as YouTube. We don't know whether more people are busy in the summer or more people are back at the office or whether summer's the prime time. Mm. Like you don't know these things. So what happens instead is that you see that there's a change, like an uplift or mm -hmm. a downshift. Mm -hmm in what's happening as far as your views, your subscribers and everything else. And then it's very easy to take it personally. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, everything's great this month. Look how well I've done. <laughs> but then suddenly, oh, no, it's not so good on this month down the line. Yeah. Oh, I must be doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. Nice and it's a very silly. difficult thing, I think, to find the balance mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. actually not being externally driven. Mm. 
because ultimately it's it's not driving really your actions mm-hmm. it's just driving an emotional state yeah yeah and, and that's the challenge when we're looking externally for validation if we're putting in the work as far as what food we're eating mm-hmm. and we're making sure we go on walks or whatever exercises that you do and you're looking to lose weight then you know that as long as you're in a calorie deficit mm-hmm. you will make progress yep but yet, like an idiot, and I'm one of those idiots too, <laughs> we stand on the scales. Yeah. And then we stand on the scales the next day. Yeah. And then we move the scales to a different spot and stand on them there, just in case they were a bit wrong and gravity <laughs> was a bit funny in one exactly, spot. Exactly, gravity changes. So we do all of these things in order to have that number on the scales validate the work that we've done. Yes. When deep down we know that if we keep doing the work, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the goals will come. Mm-hmm. If you've had success on one day yep. because of the work you've been doing, then if you continue to do that work, the same success will come. Yep. Even if you don't see the evidence of it, even if you don't get that validation of it, mm. you've already had the validation at another point in time. Yep. You lost three pounds last week, just because you've not lost any weight this week doesn't mean that suddenly it doesn't work. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's, I think, the challenge we can all have when self-doubt kicks in is that logic disappears as well. Mm-hmm. We lose sight of the fact that what was working mm. will still work just because we didn't suddenly see it when we really wanted to see it doesn't mean that it's suddenly fallen apart and not going to work anymore. Absolutely. It absolutely. does work. We just need to keep sight Mm. on those times it was successful and say to ourselves well there's the evidence that it works Mm -hmm. and as we can see it works more often Mm -hmm. just on occasion we don't quite see what we're looking for but maybe we shouldn't look as deep I know exactly and I was also thinking about a lot of people teach about business strategies like you've got to keep asking the audience what they want or keep asking your customer what they want a lot of the time like as a, a business owner as well, the fun is actually creating what you think feels right and for the next journey ahead as well. So a lot of people get stuck in the cycle of external validation because it's endless polls. Well, what content do you want? What What would you like? Or what do you want me to talk about? And half the time, it's only one or two people who really, really want a certain topic you've made. Whereas actually you could have created something brand new and then engaged. Well, most people whole, don't know don't what know. they want. <laughs> most people don't really know because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, exactly. So what you need is stuff to be brought to you, and then either you find it interesting or not. educational, or you, or you yeah. don't. And it's okay if something resonates or doesn't resonate with you. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that there's an awful lot in the world I don't know about. Mm-hmm. So present to me stuff and then I'll see whether it it works for me or not. Exactly. So to close up the podcast, we have got some top tips. (laughs) Matt's favorite ones. Actually, this I wanted to go on to how we can magnify our self-confidence. So I wasn't saying improve it. I'm not going to say, you know, go from poor self-confidence to better self-confidence. How can we magnify what we have right now and also heal some of maybe the scars that we've picked up along the way, things that haven't been paradigms that are serving us anymore or paradigms that you've created and you think you're seeing evidence of. One of the first things that's really important to do is actually to take some time and think about what you've achieved so far in your life. So regardless of what your age is, 
to build up your confidence, to know that you're capable of a lot of things because you have, you've got through every hard day since making it to today, is to look and see what you've, you've overcome in your life. Because we tend to downplay when it's our own things, but upplay everyone else. So looking back over your life, I bet there's things that you've done or you've achieved or felt motivated for that you could actually say, wow, that is something that not a lot of people do. That's a business opportunity not a lot of people do or that's something, a skill that not a lot of people have. But look and encourage yourself and also look at your self-talk. So it's really a case of everything starts from a thought. Every action, every behavior starts from a thinking process. Your thoughts become things, become the circumstances in your life. So if you're not happy with the way the world feels around you, the root of that could well be how you're thinking about the world because then you're acting in certain ways. So is it when you look in the mirror that you're not happy with your shape? You know, it doesn't matter what it is, you just can't get there. Well, what thoughts are you telling yourself every time you look in the mirror or every time that you put on new clothes or try clothes on? And it could well be that it's maybe time to get some new thoughts. So you might not be where you want to be, but what thoughts would the person that does look in the mirror and feel fantastic, what might they start to think? I'm on a journey, I'm making great progress. This isn't where I want to be is my final destination, but I know where I want to go. So really start to look at the self, the self-talk within yourself. And that's going to take maybe, you know, weeks and months to change, but just starting little by little can really make a huge difference. The next thing I'd also encourage you to do is maybe it's time to learn something new. And often our self-confidence is actually built upon believing that we can try new things. We don't need to get them 100% right, but we're willing to try and seek discomfort, overcome things that make us feel uncomfortable. So maybe you've been just feeling stuck and you're not really feeling that you've got a lot to offer the world. Maybe it's actually time for you to go out and learn something new again. When we're very young, this is really easy. This is built into us. And maybe just simply is that you need to show yourself your confidence and, you know, the sense of pride that you have. And the next one is stop giving outside validation time. So stop looking to places outside yourself to validate what you're doing. Stop looking at places like social media. Stop posting something mm. and expecting a the certain likes, number of likes or yep. comments or interest. Because the fact is, if you post something and someone leaves a negative comment on it, then that's going to do the opposite of what you were looking for. Yes, so yes. the best thing to do is not put something out there that you're hoping for a particular response in order to make you feel good. If you want to put something out there, put it out there because you want to put it out there, not looking for validation. Mm. It's one habit that I think many of us can get into that we put something out there once and then we get feedback, we get attention, mm. we get affirmation, validation, whatever it happens to be. And ba basically it's a little bit of... Um, attention seeking mm, to, to a point mm. there's nothing wrong with wanting attention but we can start to do things in an unhealthy way mm. where we maybe had a bad day we post about it and everyone um then comments that oh that's a shame and and whatever else it happens to be you get that sympathy and then we can like that validation mm, of mm. our emotions we can like that attention we get and then every time we're feeling a particular way or even times when we're not really feeling that way but we just want to post something just to get that little dopamine hit of yep. attention and validation, we throw something out there. And the problem you've got is, A, people 
may get tired of seeing those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And B, someone might at some point say to you, would you just shut up and get over yourself? <laughs> yeah. And the problem is that will probably undo every piece of positive affirmation you've had over the course of time of you doing it. Mm-hmm. So the best thing you can do is not do things waiting for anything to come from the outside mm. and don't look to the outside if you put something out that you are actually happy with that you want to do not because you're seeking attention but because you want to make a business of it or you want to inspire someone else mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm, else it happens mm-hmm. to be then do it for its own purposes and let people feel about it how they want to mm. if they like it great if they don't like it well it's not for them that's okay and the last thing i would say is start to notice when you have you can call them triggers i'm trying to use the word activations now because i like (laughs) so look and see in the world what is activating some quite heightened emotions with you so this this is where matt and i are equally matched because matt will always know when my emotions are upside down i try and hide them sometimes but you can usually tell and yesterday i think we ended up having a two-hour conversation which first of all i didn't want to have because i I didn't want to sit in the emotion that i was having i just wanted to get out but actually working through it meant that we then or i then had a better day a better outcome and got through the emotion so what are the things that you're seeing in your daily life that are causing you to feel these triggers or these heightened emotions that make you feel less than your worth, less self-confidence or or the opinions of others. What exactly do people say that they makes you feel poorer? And what exactly do they say that makes you feel great? And all and become more aware of that kind of ups and downs that happens you want to be in that steady state almost of peacefulness it doesn't matter actually where whether people are building you up or dropping you down that you're good you're that, solid that would really be an ideal <laughs> <laughs> but but getting there is but that's part of the so pro- tough. exactly but but what i would say is when you feel a particular way as we found when we were talking about things yesterday actually the key in my mind is not to ignore how you feel but to actually explore it it's very easy to push something under the carpet to say i don't want to talk about it Mm. or to eat a chocolate bar and change your mind or to have a couple of glasses of something Mm. to push it aside but actually exploring why it's bothered you Mm -hmm. what you can do about it are there any actions you need to take like really digging into it and taking your time means that you can often put it to bed Mm -hmm. and move on from it either with a different mindset or by understanding that that circumstance is a one-off or if it was an external comment then that person potentially just an idiot or maybe there's some things you need to do you Mm -hmm. need to change Mm -hmm. you need to develop whatever it happens to be getting great answers to things means that you're less likely to feel that way in future because hopefully you can find your way faster Mm -hmm, to the exploration mm -hmm. process rather than the emotional process. Yep, exactly. So for me, feeling emotions around your self-worth, feeling emotions around your self-esteem, having self-doubt is Mm -hmm. all normal, whether it's fed from external things. So the thing is, I think we only feel self-doubt when something doesn't go our way. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, you're often prompted through something. It doesn't come just 
through you doing something and suddenly you think oh I don't know if I can mm. normally mm. there's a prompt or a trigger for it you know if you're lining up for a bungee jump and you're happy to do it and you're going at it you'll only self-doubt it mm. in all likelihood if someone says to you are you sure you're going to be okay with it mm-hmm. or if you see someone else not do a jump then that's when it will trigger in your mind if everything's just going smooth and nice you're not going to get a prompt mm-hmm. so everything will go smoothly but I think the key is actually to move away from the motion as, emotion as fast as possible and to try to get yourself into a logical breakdown mm-hmm. of why you feel that way and what you maybe can do about that circumstance. So it doesn't mean that you can't feel the emotion, mm-hmm. but it just means that you're, you're saying to yourself, what am I going to do with it? How can I work on what's caused that emotion? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What actions can I take? What can I learn from this? Yeah, that makes sense. And sometimes there is nothing to learn. Sometimes just something bogs you down. Mm-hmm. But then hopefully by trying to at least explore it, mm-hmm. you can become better at shifting from the emotion piece a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing wrong with having an emotional response. But if it bogs you down for hours or days then that's probably detrimental to the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Feeling emotional about something, feeling negative thoughts and feelings about yourself due to something yes. for 20 minutes, yep. not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. Yep, yep, you can dust but yourself it's, it's, off. Yep. Yeah, dust yourself, that's, that's the key, right? Feel the pity, feel whatever it is you feel, then stand up, brush yourself down and work out what's next. Mm-hmm. The wallowing, I think, is the piece if if you take nothing else away from this podcast mm-hmm. because ultimately yes there's top tips but we're all going to get bogged down anyway mm-hmm. because i do sometimes you do sometimes and i don't think it ever goes away no it's how quickly you're going to pick yourself up mm. and brush yourself down and work out whether you're going to continue down that path or whether actually the prompt is that the path is not quite right or needs tweaking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when are you going to get up and just get back on with things? Mm, mm, exactly. Oh, wow. It's been a good podcast episode today. So as I say, we felt this was a really good one to cover because it's something like we all struggle with. We all are not going to be 100% confident in who we are, what we do, but it's actually what you do with the situations and, and how you take on board feedback, positive or negative, that really shape you and your faith in yourself. So if you have enjoyed today's podcast episode, why not hit subscribe? You can follow when we upload it every single new episode it's usually on a Tuesday morning we'd love that and you can also leave any kind of review you like if you've honestly if you've listened all the way to the end of the podcast and you haven't enjoyed it well do you know what maybe you need to send us an email instead of a bad review tell us why so that we can learn and grow from it don't just leave a one star review (laughs) but but also if you haven't enjoyed this episode and you're not really enjoying any others it's it's okay to change your subscription status (laughs) and find something that you do like exactly also If you do want to look at how to maybe live a more prosperous life, if you want to try to move yourself forward with your thoughts and ideas and actually start new things, we have a course happening. What's going on, Jennifer? Yes. So in August, if you listen to this before 1st of August 2021, we're kicking off our second round of our Prosperity Accelerator. So this is a 30-day master course, a mastermind and course. You get live sessions with us. Well, I'll be teaching and Matt will be in the group as well, answering questions and such. But we cover all aspects 
aspects of prosperity. So we cover personal economy, how to actually monetize yourself, looking after your health, your well-being, your emotional health. We also talk about impacting others. It's general prosperity and it's a it's a closed group. So it's really people make friends for life in this course. So if you go to mamafurfur.com slash courses, you will see the sign up there. If you've been a previous alumni of our Prosperity Accelerator last August that we ran for 90 days, this one's only 30 days. But if you were on that course and you'd like to join this one, if you email or DM me on Instagram at mamafurfur, I'll sort you out with a little discount code that you can get some money off. And also, if you listen to us later down the line and you've missed this particular intake, there'll be another one. So still go to the website, mamafurfur.com slash courses, and you'll see that you'll be able to sign up for notification when the next one begins. Absolutely. So thank you so much for listening today. We'll speak to you very soon.